All right, we're live. Hey, nice. Yay, we're here. We're here, special guest. Nathan's back. Hey, it's me. Hey, Nathan. I, uh, I'm used to a different show's format, so I'll try to be a good guest. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How how different is the is the format on your other show? I mean, I have like a scripted thing and then I put in a dumb thing I talk about about Calgary or something at the intro, but I I don't have anything in mind right now. <laughs> okay. Last one was about lacrosse. Were they really trying uh, to get like Calgary team. on the map? A little bit, I guess, although I'm not super proud of Calgary yeah. right now, but <laughs> that's where I live, so Okay. You know. Okay. I mean, do you know i just moved i left calgary so that's how i how i fixed that problem i guess paul's still here any like hey boogies burgers or something any local hot spots you're proud of why why is it always boogies burger that's like the third because i know people hate peters now so i don't <laughs> oh bring it i didn't up know anymore. why i didn't know that <laughs> Well, maybe it's just Reddit people, but they're so over it. They they don't enjoy it. They think it's crowded look, up traffic for no look, good reason. Reddit doesn't enjoy anything. Oh, <laughs> I've yeah. I've never been to Peter's driving. They are right though. It does like on the major highway that goes through Calgary, it will take up a full lane. <laughs> yeah. I I honestly assume that's mostly what people have issue with at this point. It's yeah. no longer the burgers or the milkshake. It's it's just why are people here? I need to drive. It's like super illegal or should be. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of Boogie's Burgers. Where in Calgary is that? It's like a couple blocks away. Yeah. In Edmonton Trail. Oh, OK. Yeah. 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 See, like that's that's like in the north and we're like my entire life in Calgary was in the south. What was the good burger place down there? little place called mcdonald's maybe you've heard of it i mean i definitely went to mcdonald's i went to wendy's i mean we were pretty proud of um tubby dog on 17th tubby dog yeah Yeah. i think their landlord kind of kicked him out they're looking for a new location oh yeah bummer (laughs) yeah it does suck i hope their pinball machine is still somewhere like uh it was that midway one like what is it funhouse or something i just remember every time i go in there they'd be like oh hey teenage mutant ninja turtles is on all right yeah, I'll take a hot dog with potato chips on it. Thank you. <laughs> like a whole bag. Yeah. <laughs> it was too much for me to handle. I mean, yeah. it's definitely like a hot dog where it's like, and I will take a fork and knife because I'm not even going to try. Um, Nathan, thanks for coming on the show and filling a, a an empty seat. Paul, how have you yeah. been? I've been okay. Uh, you had your tooth last, taken out. I did. So the last couple days I've been eating semi-normally so that's been awesome off the uh soup yogurt oatmeal all that sort of crap now and like eating solid foods so uh tonight Mm -hmm. actually one of the reasons why i didn't come on a little bit earlier to help with setup or whatever is uh tonight was the first night that i could like fully brush normally without being scared of like knocking something bad out and like going to the emergency (laughs) dentist or something so i spent some time doing that So you just been brushing your teeth for a while just been flossing because the brushing would be too uh traumatic or whatever to you don't want to like knock that clot out because then you got real problems (laughs) so yeah so tonight was uh tonight's been a good night 
But yeah, we're pretty much back to normal here. I also would have been online a little earlier, but <clears> my mom is down here visiting me. Uh, nice. So I was hanging out with her and uh, setting up Hulu for her to watch uh, what we do in the shadows. Nice. Um, which I, I'm hoping she'll like because I love that show, but I don't know if she's going to like it. Mm. Oh, so she's starting at season one? Correct. Like, how deep are they now? Three? Three. Or? And Three. I think yeah. I think each season gets better than the last. Okay. Um, but yeah, I will also say I watched all three Kingsman movies this weekend. I saw that. Yeah. Um, I saw the first one and I didn't like it very much, so I didn't watch any of the others. I was on that page too, but is Golden Circle good? Is it the similar? It's similar. I like, I like the first one. I think it's fun and I think it has, you know, goofy James Bond knockoffs. Like I'm, I'm, I like that. Sure. Um, in all of them, you're like, oh, hey, Matthew Vaughn directed this because there's always a first person scene. <laughs> um, uh, the second one is just like it's too goofy, like it's really silly. And it's like this is just oh. a bit a bit much for me. The third one is insane because they're like, what if this movie wasn't silly at all? No, no <laughs> oh. goofs, no goofs. Wow. And guess what? The whole middle part of it is going to be a war movie that has nothing to do with anything else. So like World the, War one. Yeah. So like the right? world, the war movie ends and then it's like, oh, man, OK, I guess that's the end. of. The, oh, wait, there's 45 minutes. rest. Of, oh, right. The whole a plot. It's, <laughs> well, it it's is like insane. in the aftermath of this war that happened, we need a secret service like the Kingsman, I guess would be the tie in. No, no. The war oh. movie does not have to do with the secret service. That's so Sorry, I'm weird. trying to screenwrite after the fact, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like. It it's insane. It's such a weird movie. Like it almost shouldn't be called a Kingsman movie, but they just wanted to like use that property. I guess I don't mm. know. It's if it I liked bad. Grand Budapest a lot because I'm going on an adventure with Ray Fiennes. Does okay. it have that? <laughs> uh, no, I think you should watch Grand Budapest Hotel a second time. Okay, <laughs> that that <laughs> would be right. that would be a good R- Ralph Fiennes uh, time, or like maybe a Harry Potter movie. Okay. So and with no nose and yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's I don't think this is some good Ralph Fiennes. It's weird. I don't know why he did it. Um, but anyway, one last the, chance I, I, to be an action star. First movie. I, first movie. It gives a guy get about a thumbs up. OK. And then this weekend is Batman. Yep. The Batman. Is that, yep. that what they're calling it? That the one. Batman. OK. With our boy, uh, Robbie Pat. Lighthouse man, lighthouse man himself shouldn't have spilled his beans. I would never kill a seabird. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's also an insane scene. The lighthouse is a crazy ass movie. Like, holy smokes, that is a crazy movie. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Top Down Perspective for March 3rd. I'm Sean Booker. (laughs) I'm Paul Fleck. I'm Nathan Rohr, a lighthouse enthusiast. <laughs> Not like the film, but also lighthouses. Just lighthouses, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Always a man, always a lighthouse. Yep. Yep. Video games, yeah. Um There you go. Nathan, you're the ho- you're the you're the guest host. You're Have the you host playing now. anything? <laughs> I have. I've kind of been like, I'm not in the zeitgeist with you guys on this Elden Ring business, but I kind of use that energy to get into Bloodborne finally. So I played a whole bunch of that. Uh, Okay. 
I had tried it a couple years ago, but I started with kind of a weird weapon and was too much in the Dark Souls one like mindset. So you I started with the threaded time. cane, didn't you? Started with the threaded cane. That's a uh, that's a bad thing to, for a new play. Yep. <laughs> I was looking for that shield, and it's there's kind of a joke shield in the game, but you're not supposed to be doing that. You got to be dashing around and getting up in people's faces. Yeah. And I was not comfortable with that at the time, so I started over with a cleaver, yeah, uh, which is much more straightforward, and I've probably played about 29 hours now in the wow. past few days so i'm i'm on that train so cool. i'll try to ask you guys relevant questions about elden ring in that framework of comparison well i want to know about bloodborne how far like where are you in it uh i'm dealing with this dude mikolash right now he's kind of <laughs> got a weird thing on his head and runs around this little like maze dungeon thing yeah um, and that fight I'm sucks <laughs> i don't like it I like the first phase is nothing at this point. It's just kind of running after him and getting him to go into the second phase. And then it's just he he spams this range attack and kills me like every oh. single time I drop in there. It's just kind of uh, boring, though. It's just running after him for like. Oh, and trying to get him to trigger yeah. to the right area. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. It's a fight, though, that feels like I should be able to beat this. This is definitely a thing I that within my means. I also stumbled on an optional boss that is just whomping me. And I was reading stuff about like, I'm level 152 and I'm. Oh, OK. I won't do this right now. Was it the uh, amygdala by chance? Uh, it's like the daughter of the cosmos, like a or Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, kind of I'm like more a, of a prince of the cosmos fan myself. <laughs> he's a lot friendlier, and yeah, he doesn't have like guy. his skull cleaved in half in this really alarming way. Weird, not yet. Yeah, I haven't played every entry, so mm. that could still happen. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if that was actually like his sister or something. It's like the weird one in the family has tentacles. Uh, yeah. Like that one felt within my grasp because I got her down to like a quarter health or something sometimes, but it's just like. Oh no, I was She's not. just a bitch. Yeah, she can yeah. do a thing to just kill you. Yeah, for sure. A lot of wide swathing attacks. So You're yeah. enjoying it though. Because I know I'm we've talked about this like it. A, yeah. a few years ago and you were not into it at all. I, I yeah, I just felt like I was missing something and it it I guess the imp ever important click moment happened this time. <laughs> so I I got it now. You know where? leveling up and stuff. Uh Hmm. I'm guessing beating Gascoin probably is like something like of, that. Yeah, that's the first wall. A lot of for a lot of people. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't have too much trouble with him. I was kind of just avoiding the Great Bridge for a long time. <laughs> like I was just like, I don't even want to deal with those wolves on there. Like that's just not anything. So I was just kind of exploring oh. other areas and going around the sewers and stuff. So you learn the uh, parry timing and then it's like, oh, this game's actually easy now for them. I've, and now the I've had a fairly easy time with most of the bosses. There's just a couple where it's something was going weird, like Rom, the spider and stuff that took me a few times just as the gang. The ones where you handling. get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you yeah. say Ron or Rom? Rom. Rom. OK. Uh, I like the vacuous spider. Yes. I, I like so the vacuous. idea of Ron, the spider. Ron the spider is way better, yeah. <laughs> he seems oh, pretty mild-mannered when you first meet them, but then then his gang appears and yeah, yeah. spiders. <laughs> so, and then I killed some innocent spider dude. I guess like I was in the like that was Ron. The, oh, what? Yeah, you killed Ron. You were <laughs> meant to go after Rom. <laughs> no, he said hall. with an M, dude, with an M. <laughs> 
I just assumed he was bad news because he was a spider on a door or something. So I hit him and then he like crawls onto this table and says like, hey, that wasn't cool. What you just did right there and dies. <laughs> like, I just want you to know that was cheap. And like, leaves. Yeah, this, is, like oh. this is like tales old as time. Don't judge a book by its cover. Like, totally. Yeah. There's a message I assume that spider was evil when it wasn't. So yep. I should know by now because I've played other games in the series where I'm talking to like evil things and signing covenants and whatever. Yeah, I will say. But, um, in Elden Ring, which, which we'll talk about shortly, I am kind of approaching everything like, oh, are you a friendly? No, you're bringing out your sword. Okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> can I target you? Oh, wait, I guess you can target whomever. <laughs> it's not a great lesson, but yeah. Is there uh, any reason no. why you're not on the board or did you just want to kind of catch up a little bit? Well, I guess I, I don't mind catching up a little bit. I also don't want to like jump into a new hundred dollar investment or yeah yeah or whatever games cost now when i have like two sitting on the shelf i never finished oh did so, you never play sekiro at all uh i never played sekiro but uh dark uh, souls 3 i also never got into so you have three on I, the shelf waiting you have to oh get man i'm i'm worried about sekiro because it looked like a stealth game to me but i guess i can ask it is that's it is very much case. not a souls game in the way that you know souls games Okay. I don't know. Do I'm elements of, of its DNA end up in Elden Ring, or I'm I'm playing um, a lot of Elden Ring as a stealth game. <laughs> I'm definitely no, not I just running down the hallway swinging my sword at whatever. I wouldn't say there's much Sekiro. In okay, I guess like you can fall in a way that is concerning for Souls players to fall for the first time from heights. Like it's a little more Platform-y. okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, like, the old Souls games, it's just, like, if you fell from, like, a two-foot height, you would be dead. Like, it But was then it terrible. would sort of demand, like, really awkward jumps from you to get, like, the... Yeah. Like, a sword or something that's on a little ledge. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if it, any, if it took anything from Sekiro, it's that, I think, maybe tra- the traversal stuff is better. But, like, okay. it's very much... Elden Ring is very much Dark Souls 4 in a lot of its... How it plays... Okay, As I'm occasionally who, feeling who some... hasn't played them. That's that's what I was going to say too. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like I'm occasionally feeling some stealthy type stuff where I like come up on a guy who's not aggro and I can try to get behind him to initiate the fight. In Bloodborne. Uh, in, in Bloodborne, but Bloodborne is yeah. very much like kicking down the door with like two Uzis and just trying to take everything out before they take you out. It is more, very more aggressive. So, yeah. Yes. Does Does Elden Ring have guns or no? No, it's okay yeah you you know what this what elden ring is like if you just think dark souls you're on the right path it's very much that okay yeah so shields are back hopefully shields are a thing yeah yeah all the time yeah do you have anything else you want to talk about bloodborne i i like i can frame stuff about elden ring in that lens so i i don't want to just dwell on it because it's seven years old (laughs) and the new (laughs) hotness is out (laughs) you know sure all right well paul i know you are fanboying all over this thing how is uh, elden ring for you uh i'm at the end of it i'm almost done it but that's not to say that i've completed it that's i so i'm like i'm like five hours in yeah um and I, uh, I've, I've fought some like uh, side bosses. I have not even seen the first major boss. Like you haven't run into it yet at all. Correct. Okay. 
So yeah, so I'm I'm going pretty slow. I'm I'm using a guide. Like this is this oh, is okay. baby's first Soulsborn over here. This is my first one that I've sure <clears throat> played for longer than 15 minutes. It is the most approachable by a long, long shot for sure. That's what it seems like. It does seem like the open yeah. world nature of like oh, I can't do this. I'm going to turn around and go the other way and there will yeah. be something over there I can do. It is very comforting to me. Um, I'm also, like I said, I'm using a guide where it's just like, I don't even know what the first thing I should be doing because the first hour when I wasn't doing a guide, it was just like, this dude is very strong. I'm going to go the other way. Nope, this dude is very strong. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> sure. Nope, this dude is very strong. <laughs> what there should is, I focus on? <laughs> there is a weird kind of problem where it is the most accessible because of its open world nature of kind of letting you do whatever you want but at the same time you don't have the undead berg experience where this is just the obvious first area that you probably should be in and you can like kind of get a grasp of the game it really does just kind of throw you right into that world maybe there's like a tutorial cave which i thought was a trick because they're like jumped down in this hole and i was like no and i left <laughs> so i never even did the tutorial <laughs> um and then like after that you're just in the world and there's like if you go too far to the left there's a giant there's a mini boss right in front of you if you go down yeah like it's weird <laughs> how we, yeah it does so yeah as a I first mean, I time spent, i spent a long time in the first first little area killing those six dudes over and over again <laughs> because it was like well they're giving me a good chunk of experience i could probably get a few levels off these i'll kill them each and then i'll go to the candle and then i'll come back and i'll kill them again so i guess the best place to start is what starting like class or archetype did you pick if you remember uh what's it called it's the one that's like in like the like church robes um the confessor yes confessor cool yeah, I have a buddy that's playing Confessor right now. It's kind of like Faith Melee is kind of your strong stats, I believe. Faith and Strength, or is it Faith and Dex? It's something like that. I, 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 have, a, I have a Sword and Shield that I use, and then okay, so it's every now strength. and then, and I also start with a Healing Spell, which is, yeah. which is delightful. Yeah. I guess I was curious what the healing mechanic is in this, because I'm I'm in the blood vial, like hoarding up those kind of system. I am familiar with the Estes flask. Is it similar to either of those? So or? it is it is Estes type of thing, but there are mechanics in the open world that there are hordes of enemies, like groupings of them. And if you kill those, they will refill Estes things. So you don't have to always go back. You can keep exploring. Okay. Oh, oh, you don't okay. have to tag a candle or whatever to there's, refresh. There's things like as you go that will refill your vials, essentially. Yeah. Well, that so happened when you in, say horde. Sorry. Go ahead. It, when, does the refill happen in a dungeon? Uh, it can. There's certain enemies. And if you've seen some of the dung beetles, we'll do it too. Anytime you get like this weird red misty glare on you, that's your charges refilling a certain amount or whatever. Okay. I don't think I've had that really happen to me that much. I'm I'm not doing much exploring. Like I said, I'm using a guide that's basically like here's like the next dungeon on, that we recommend and I'm just like, "Oh cool, I'm going to go over and I'm going to go do that dungeon because it theoretically someone idea. thinks this is like the 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 proper progression. I shouldn't say proper, but like a decent progression uh, sure. strategy and I'm I'm happy with that. Sure. 
my my experience wandering around my game has been kind of finding things out of order in weird ways. Like yeah. it's just like, oh, I think I should have been here like ten hours ago because that was easy. <laughs> like yeah. I just breezed through this like witch's village or whatever. Uh, well after it seemed the game wanted me to. Uh, so it's sort of fun when you just steamroll through a place, but yeah, it, it definitely meant I was hitting my head on something I probably shouldn't have been doing like 12 hours earlier or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> sure. there are the kind of gravestones that let you know, like, Oh, should I go to this area? Oh, it's a fourth area and I'm not even done the second, so I shouldn't go there yet kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know if there's a similar system. Well, you're just wandering around a huge space, right? Think like Breath of the Wild in a Souls universe. It's just a giant open world that you can kind of run anywhere in and get just your shit kicked in. If you, yeah, is there a verticality? Yeah, there's a lot of there's not climbing per se, where like you have a stam bar to like climb up a mountainside, but mm-hmm. there is like but your ghost a jump horse can double now. jump. Your ghost horse right. can double jump. There's a jump <laughs> button. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're it, not like roll jump weirdness. No, like, no, no. Okay. You're not holding. You're not holding run and then like double tapping and dodge to oh, jump. Oh, he sort or, of jumps. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, it's off. a jump button. Okay. It is yeah. very Breath of the Wild, even down to the part of like you could almost one to one the like um, shrines in Breath of the Wild to optional cave slash dungeons in this one because they're like bite sized little dungeons that yeah. are, that are like maybe I don't know three hallways long you got to go down you have to go down left to hit the switch and then you go down right and the door to the boss will be done Um, yeah they get more intricate later but the first few are very basic um and every every one of those areas that is like an area like a cave a dungeon or whatever will usually have a boss or like an elite of some sort and they will almost always drop you an item to like make you better or whatever okay like uh sean you mentioned a mini boss does like no health bar on the screen they're just kind of a big tough guy or no there's a health bar there's a health bar oh, there is yeah if yeah mini what? boss i guess I, when i say mini boss it's because i know this can't be one of the like legendary bosses that i've been afraid okay. of for the last 10 years hearing these games because it's in this tiny little thing and i'm actually doing damage to it and making progress um <laughs> okay so yeah 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 um th- that's not to say the mini bosses are like a joke or a pushover oh, they're no. like they're hard they're all harder than pinwheel i'll say that like they're all actual fights that you have to do but the like i don't know true bosses real bosses the like story bosses are fully crafted like kind of interesting mechanically like lord souls type boss fights or whatever oh, okay. they're like big bads yeah I guess in my mind, I, I was thinking of kind of like the hunter encounters in Bloodborne where it's like, this guy sucks and I hate fighting him, but he's not really a boss. You no, know? those he's are just... still there, though. You, there oh, okay. are still the NPC invasions and that sort of thing. Okay. NPC invasions. There will also just be like bosses that will like come out of nowhere. Like someone yeah. actually was talking in the Discord about Deathbird. I encountered Deathbird before we, we recorded today. Um, yeah. And I'm I immediately just went like, after. nope, I'm not. Nope, nope. Not even going to try this one. Uh, I just heard someone complain about this guy and he came out of nowhere. I've just been on my way to one of the dungeons and a dragon just came down and I was like, I'm yeah. nope, that is the biggest thing I have seen in this game. There is no way I'm <laughs> going to attempt anything with that dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 
for sure. So I think like Breath of the Wild is a pretty good comparison, just kind of how open it it is. Um, on the other side, though, like it's obtuse in in teaching you anything. Um, oh, classic. Which I know yeah. is classic. I like I know that, so it it hasn't been that annoying for me. But like, it's still just like coming as I, I do still feel like an outsider. I I just mm-hmm. don't like that yeah. for some of these things. Like there are straight up like the summoning mechanic you can just miss there's no hint about getting the su- the ash summons yeah there's um there's a this weird kind of problem where they this game is very much if you've played one of these before you inherently know how to do everything basic but like there is definitely no real tutorial on teaching you some important things <laughs> in this still I mean, in my Bloodborne experience, it's been kind of like looking at loading screens and trying to read all that text and getting like yeah. some vague sense of like, okay, there's something in here called chalice rituals, and I have two chalices. Right. Where yeah, yeah. are the altars? I will find out someday when I when that works out, you know, and then I'll have that aha moment. Or yeah, it, it is. So. It is just kind of like an interesting thought experiment of like. They're they want you to discover everything. And then so you can have your own aha moments. But Mm. the the risk of that is alienating people that might need more handholding. And then it's like, well, should that person be playing this game? And then we get into the whole like, should it have an easy mode discussion? And like, I don't know what the answer to any of that is. But I do still wish some of the like the key abilities or whatever were at least pointed out a little bit more because like again the summoning most of my boss fights i would not have been able to do if i didn't have three wolves helping me significantly um okay the like the crafting is like is is straight up a menu option but you have to know to go buy it from a guy or otherwise you just don't get to craft anything that that, that's odd as well Mm -hmm. i don't know trying to think back to like my dark souls one experience with like workbenches and stuff they definitely like don't have you encounter a blacksmith for a weird amount of time uh but this one's a little weird because the first major like church area you go to has kind of a bench that you can kind of do some basic smithing at up to like level three for your weapon and then by that point the game assumes that you've gone to like the hub area where there is a real smith to do i have not gone to the hub area yet yeah but so I do have like, a level three sword. So yeah, exactly. Pretty proud, pretty proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing is that, and I, I'm sure you know this at five hours, you've seen absolutely nothing. So like you're still way in early game. And that's, that's also a problem with these games. <laughs> well, honestly, like and and like I've been thinking about this game so much because it's, it is part of it feels so different from a lot of stuff. And it might also be because of like, I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West, which is like the most cookie Cookie cutter cutter open world game. Like it is the formula for for open world games that that we know. And then this one is just like, we're going to do something different. We're going to like this might be like one of the closest things to Breath of the Wild we've had. Um, Yeah. And so like I've been thinking about this game so much. And, you know, Nathan, you mentioned the whole zeitgeist about it. I almost like just being having been dipped my toes in enough where I have just a bit of understanding about this, 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 and this where I can fully engage with the zeitgeist. And I almost like that more than even playing the game. And I like playing the game. 
but it like there's just mm. like a it don't it don't it feels almost like when fez first came out and we were all figuring out fez together oh yeah oh, that yeah, like community sure. discovery phase like it's over for bloodborne everyone knows everything and has different strats posted and whatever so if i'm really yeah. having trouble i can like read up on some things and go oh he's he's vulnerable to electricity i didn't even think to try that or whatever but where you where this game's at i'm, I'm sure people are pushing far ahead and like paul's played what 60 hours what are you at uh 40 currently 40 40 okay yeah i just saw 11 happen in one day and assumed every day was that was the first that was at right after i got my tooth out i had nothing else to do that day so i played okay until i couldn't Um, see anymore (laughs) mm -hmm. but yeah just kind of the the figuring out like poking around the edges and reading through things and trying different rings or whatever like is there's like got to be weird equipables that have obtuse descriptions and whatnot in this game i would imagine it's it's way less obtuse than ever before there are like you'll see a ring ring literally say like increases your like hp at whatever or like increases damage with this it's like oh okay (laughs) but that doesn't also enable you to talk to snakes or something and then he'll lay this cool there's probably there's probably that sort of thing in there i will say the open world thing though like what it sacrifices, I think, is some of that weird, obtuse, cool shit that you can do with a more linear experience. For example, not, I'm not saying that there necessarily isn't one of these, but I haven't seen any of the bosses that you can cut off a limb and that limb is now a weapon. Like, there's oh, none yeah. of that sort of thing. Um, because you have to make some concessions. If, like, do you want the player to be able to go anywhere and kind of, like, lose himself in the world? Or do you want them to be able to have a cool, like one thing that this happens all the time if you do a certain thing and it's kind of hard to do both so i mean like, we are st- at like less than a week of it being out i guess we're at like day seven right now i wouldn't be surprised if some of that stuff is still just not hasn't been found yet uh i would be pretty surprised if some of that stuff hasn't been found yet have you this- tried like hacking at tails oh. things and that kind of stuff? oh yeah of course yeah yeah okay Uh, I guess just more generally about the monsters, like I'm playing kind of like a horror tinged one with Bloodborne. It's all Lovecrafty type creature designs and stuff like there's a mix of everything here. Yeah. So there's some horrifying looking monstrosities. One of the first dungeons you go to one of the first like little dungeons you go to the main like mini boss there is one of the most horrific. It's like a fucking statue sort of thing that is this the watch guard the watchdog it's the watchdog yeah it's fucking unnerving how it i moves. honestly did i mean that that just looks like a statue of a cat with a sword and like it blows fire at me but like no it has this weird wobbly head and it's like always look it turns its head around <laughs> if you're like behind it i thought it's fucking mm, creepy I thought like on the on like the coast uh, to the west of that area there's these like tentacle balls that kind of look like if, a, if you took a tangula and then just like <laughs> fucked with it yeah forever <laughs> Yeah, it's there's, like this there's weird... been a few creatures I've seen that are just like teeming masses of things, <laughs> tendrils yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's nothing compared to Bloodborne because Bloodborne is literal eldritch horror. Like, yeah, and f- I watched few stuff there. Is and stuff again, this is why I love the zeitgeist going on right now. I watched a short clip on Twitter of somebody just like slowly just like beating the shit out of like a like an easy zombie NPC. It was moving slow. They just like cast a spell awesome took it out they got off their horse yeah. and then a hand with eight fingers grabbed them and killed them 
out yeah, of the ground. Are annoying. They didn't even know it was there. They had been walking around slowly. Gone. Those things suck, yeah. It's like, or it's what true. are those drop things in yeah, Zelda? Um, the big hands. Doormasters or whatever, something like that. Wallmasters? Wallmasters, like yeah. 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 Okay. But like, with double the fingers. It's On gross. one hand, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> it is gross. Uh, Paul, you didn't say what class you're playing and what your you know, fight style and stuff. Uh, strength build. Double-handed sword. Uh, I, I guess now, like... I've been at 40 strength for a while, so I started kind of padding out the other stuff. So I've been going more faith now because I want to see if I can make a dragonkin type of build with the dragon uh, temple stuff that you can do, like the the dragon spells and shit like that. So I've been kind of working my way towards some other stuff currently. Okay, so you're near the end, but do you still have like a whole list of like, I haven't even touched this whole section. I want to go do a whole bunch more. Uh, there isn't a section I haven't touched, no. But there okay. is definitely wrapping up in all of the, like all the places I'm sure have a bunch of stuff I've missed. So, right on, yeah. Um, uh, do they ahead. do kind of barriers on stuff like magical no. barriers preventing you from going in a castle or something oh. until you kill the area boss kind of no. stuff? No, there okay. are like locked off places where an NPC will be like, oh yeah, this place is a thing and this is where somebody is, but like we lost the key and ah. then you will have to go find the key. But like in the world, you can, if you're brave enough or can dodge well enough, you can run from one end to the other and just like pick up waypoints. Just wiggle your way deep into the darkest places and have a terrible time. Again, yeah, that's, a, a, that's time. a very Breath of the Wild mentality, right? Yep. It's yeah. cool. It's more... Uh, it, it's more instanced like the stuff that's locked off is basically like a dungeon or something. It's all okay. it's like if a place is locked off, it means that you will have a loading screen between them. But like in the open world, you can go wherever. I don't think I've come uh, across any loading screens that wasn't like me dying. <laughs> sure. Or or fast traveling. <laughs> I also fast traveling. Yeah. 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 So, Sean, you're on PS5 or Xbox. 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 Yeah. OK. And no stability problems with any of that or no i haven't noticed anything PC. Uh, yeah i hear pc is like the roughest version uh i don't know if it's been fixed yet paul no and it probably won't be for a while because FromSoft are fucking incompetent as hell with pc ports for every game they do has it has it caught like crashes or anything or like oh yeah every session so here's Rudeness. the thing i say okay. every session i've had a crash my sessions yeah. are like 12 hours long so okay sure sort of the bethesda <laughs> experience or something yeah they're it's like oh the cash is going weird i've been playing oh no long. they're dead there it's definitely a shader issue i think is what people are saying so wow. it gets better as you play more and more shaders load but then i think there's a memory leak too so it mm. will just like start randomly being Dude, shitty put again. a band-aid on that computer of yours man that's just, just gotta put a yeah that's just too PCs many leaks one just a piece of uh, gum in the holes. Yeah, fix all go. the leaks. Yeah, I think what I was seeing the kind of the general consensus was like the Xbox can have better frame rate if your TV supports like variable refresh rate. But the PS5 has much better load times. Right. OK. And apparently the best way to play it is to play the PS4 version on a PS5. I did. I do. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Yes. Which is an insane thing to think about. That's funny. <laughs> 
I, found I was that curious really about the PS4 version, but all I saw was user reviews right now, and a lot of them were complaining about weird things I don't care about. So yeah, really like what you say, no, it isn't localized in like this weird part of the world or whatever. Like, it's like why do they only have three languages in this region? I was like, I that does suck. I'm I'm sorry, Thailand. I I don't <laughs> I don't know though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I love the weird meta game with all the messages on the ground. And I know this is common, but I'm you know, speaking from first experience, fun of like, is this person tricking me? It has a lot of appraisals, but like it could be 1100 people liking that they're about to trick me. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm playing like, hey, a lot of good, good joke on me. I'll upvote that or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's still like, there. is there yeah. is there actually a dog in there or is it something that everyone's just calling a dog? Because I'm starting to learn some of the nomenclature. If it walks on four yeah. legs, it's a dog. Um, I now know finger butthole finger butthole is That's everywhere. A classic. Everywhere. Yeah. There's a butthole that belongs to finger Fortnite is very popular okay. throughout the game. So I have messages turned off cause I play offline, uh, for my first playthrough. Uh, but no is amazing is amazing chest ahead. Still one of them. Uh, no, I, I do get a lot of like, like head opportunity or like, and now for head, or something okay. like that or if only okay. i had head um, yeah if only i had heads a classic sure. if only i had seems to be just like a phrase like if only i had if only i had mushroom um okay sure so i like i actually Death stranding joke I yeah i don't it's it's they're I, they're fascinating they're super enjoyable the xbox had a i guess all the platforms had like a hour long offline uh maintenance in the last week and i was playing actually when the xbox one happened and i straight up stopped playing because i was like i like these messages too much i because honestly they give me hints this people will straight up say like like hard boss coming up and it's like thank you because i i need this or they'll be like try fire and it's like well i don't have fire but i'm i'm good to know that this guy's weak to fire like i like having these i like seeing little spirits of people fighting and and running around i don't feel so alone uh which is pretty great But um, I guess I'm kind of like I do the same thing as Paul with this. Then I, I do play offline for my first go through. And then just like you get the vague like creeped out by an area because it seems too big and too staged. So there's probably going to be a boss in there, but you don't know. Uh, so I don't know. I like that mystery. But the uh, I also don't have plus right now, so I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, weird. Hmm. That is weird. I don't know how that yeah. that seems like a weird thing to hide behind plus, but I guess because it's asynchronous or whatever. Yeah, but people well, can co-op. So this game does have co-op and it's like it's weird because the co-op only lasts for like the as long as the dungeon you're in. It's classic souls uh, co-op still. Yeah, which is it's bizarre to me because like this game is like, it, you know, oh, no, I, I thought people were saying that the co-op in this is until you beat a boss. Right, I could see could, that being a which thing could where be it's like, the, "Hey, good job, you helped." Bye. And then yeah, so like, I I went to I did a I was doing a dungeon, um, a, a little cave dungeon. It was the one by the name of it, but there's a bunch of smithing stones in there. You fight like a big ogre with a club. There's like some uh, elevators. Anyway, um, okay, that that ogre destroyed me, just annihilated me. And I, and I've been talking sure. to my friend, like, "Hey, we should try the co-op." And I was like, "This seems like a perfect opportunity." do you want to do the co-op i'll bring you in here you can help me fight this guy he's like sure so he comes in i had already done the dungeon so we just kind of ran past everyone and got there we beat him yeah. and then he's just gone it's like cool our co-op experience took eight minutes 
And mm-hmm. now now we both have to go craft the stuff to do that again. It, like, it's a weird counter of like you can play co-op, but it's like weirdly limited in a game advertising. Do whatever you want. Be whoever you want. Go wherever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, like, I remember big co-op sessions with Paul for Dark Souls 2. Did it have a different system? Because we were killing a bunch of bosses, weren't we? Or did we have to rejoin we every time? No, we would just resummon each other every time. Oh, okay. So we're just, like, separately going through the same areas, and then we meet again to fight the mirror shield guy or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay. I guess it's always been like this then. Yeah, it's so. always been like that. Yeah. Are you feeling that George R. R. Martin influence, like no. the the like uh, descriptions of the weapons and stuff? You're just like, oh, there's a little bit of that Thrones flavor, you know, ten percent no. more. Okay. It's pretty. It's pretty standard. Dark Souls, like dark gothic fantasy. Okay. Yeah, going on. Yeah, I do like all the memes about like his writing, where it's just like he sent back one word and it was tree. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty good i will say this game looks really nice though like especially when that yeah. tree is like super bright and all the leaves are coming down around you and it's just like wow this is great but i'm terrified of everything around me but it looks how beautiful. the fuck does it not have a photo mode it drives me crazy <laughs> it's so it's such a good game for a photo mode i mean you could just like screenshot right i do yeah oh, oh yeah if anybody looks at my profile be careful there's a lot of spoilery screenshots on steam is is mounted combat stuff like do you have a horse right away is that like pretty right away yeah okay yeah i mean you can't use your horse in like a dungeon although actually i haven't tried i don't think you can it depends on the dungeon and yes and most of the dungeons you cannot you are right like there's a gate or something or you have to climb a thing like a mad there's like a magic wall or not wall but like you'll see a little bit of magic peeking out on the ground indicating this is kind of a different area where your mount it's a no horse zone well i think just the item you have you just can't like do anything with it just like you know you have the ash summons you can't summon them whenever you want Mm. Um, and you can only do that like once in a boss fight oh really that's kind of weird yeah, so you can't, are you not using the, the summons? I know, I don't use summons on my first playthrough. I love oh, summoning over right, here on my yeah. end. I gotta meet all these weirdos. I, I absolutely yeah. I gotta fight with these three. <laughs> I, there's no way I'm going to beat any boss if I can't summon three wolves to do most of the damage for me. I mean, or it's like, have, hey, if, just if you have that negative, if you have that <laughs> negative <laughs> outlook, then you're right. <laughs> no, I don't, it's not about the negative outlook. It's like, oh, way to go, dogs. Oh, you, you're all dead, and then I get murdered. So it needs to be, it is a team effort. Over here in my game, we're a team. There's, there yeah. is no I in team. It is, dogs are going to distract him, and I'm going to come behind him and just be like, ha-ha, and then run away and heal. Maybe I rationalize it by being like, well, I'm playing offline, so this is the closest I can get to having a buddy here. I mean, you, you don't have to rationalize it. It's a fucking thing in the game that they let you do. It's not like yeah, you're cheating. Ring, ring the bell. It costs insight, so that's that's the hardship. Oh, in Bloodborne. Yeah. Insight's it's overrated, free here. It though. just it costs magic, and then I just t- drink the magic flask, and I'm good to go. Yeah. And it's great when they do allow you to summon like a rando NPC to help you out. And then you summon three wolves and it's like, Oh, this guy's going down. I did that for one guy. He didn't even attack us. We were hitting him so often. (laughs) Uh, is it just the horse that's in the game? It's like Argo and shadow. Yeah. yeah, It's torrent. 
Okay. Torrent. It's a ghost horse that just comes out of thin air and then you ride it. You can like hop off it. It's pretty good. Um, and it makes a lot of like the real like those six dudes that I was fighting over and over again. Now I'm just running circles around them. They're like swinging their sword at the air, not hitting anything. And I'm just coming at them on a horse kicking their ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm honestly surprised um, it's clicking with me this much as a not Soulsborne fan. Uh, but I guess I can't say that anymore. Yeah. Does this make you want to go back and play any of the other ones? Not even a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was kind of wondering about that because I'm enjoying some old ones, but yeah. 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 And I don't think it's because it's like, I don't think I like them. It's more just like, I'm just kind of getting my fill with this one. So I guess maybe ask me that when I finish it. Um, but then oh, again, I'm sure. also not really yeah. the kind of person of like that goes back to play a lot of games. Oh, that's true. Like yeah, yeah. at the end of March, three games are coming out on the 25th. So <laughs> I'm already like, yeah, looking at wait, what's the third one? Uh, Tiny I know Ghostwire Wonderland. Oh, yeah. OK, I don't two for me then. <laughs> OK, <laughs> fair. Yeah, um, I've seen a few people that either have tried souls before and it kind of bounced off it or just have never played it playing this and being like it clicked for me just like yeah it's such a good feeling <laughs> when like the game clicks and you're just like oh yeah i see why people like this sort of thing so it's been fun to see a few pe- friends of mine kind of do that in in your 40 plus hour like time line has there been any like this area kind of sucks stuff like you were oh saying, for sure and orlando or whatever <laughs> kind oh of, you know oh i see no not in the same it's way like that, dark like, souls one is awesome and then it isn't and then it's over so you can play it again and have yeah. a great time again <laughs> i will you say know? that like there are areas i don't think you spend enough time in an area to, for it to drag on you and the ones that okay. are larger are kind of like a big set piece that are kind of dope and change as you play it but like yeah there's no duke's archives if that's what you're saying here oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah or, or like um, that guy with the bow part <laughs> or whatever. Oh no, there are totally <laughs> there are totally fucked up like I mean, I can't there is literally like a Yeah, I guess don't type part. Sure. That, so there, mean, that that yeah. spirit maintains. Okay. That spirit maintains of like you're running through an area and then you're dead and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> happened and then it's annoying. Well, a hand for, with eight fingers came yeah. up. And yeah, exactly. Something. Yeah, well, and like I said, I've had plenty of surprises too. Like a dragon just came down and I was like, yeah, nope, nope. But, but that's kind of I was saying this to some people earlier today. The fun parts for me really are when I'm running and then the boss music starts and there's a bar at the bottom. I'm just like looking, shooting my camera around like, what the fuck? And then something like falls down in front of me. It's like, oh, it's on. And then that's my next like half an hour is fighting this huh. thing. That shit's that so is a awesome. bit different, I guess. It happens a like lot. Stumbling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a lot of like stumbling into stuff. Or you'll be on your horse and you're like, man, I'm the fastest thing out here. And then you come across something that's faster than your horse. And that you're just like, <laughs> What? what yeah i thought i was invincible on this horse yeah it's still and it still definitely has the enemies that their aim is way too good oh like (laughs) they should not be able to home their they should not be able to want their bullet their arrows at you the way that they do but they do because of course and i get i get why you can't pause the game but i hate it so much but i understand it like i respect it 
but I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I didn't hate it as much like for the other games necessarily. Well, I've always kind of hated it from Bloodborne and up, but at some point you're an adult with stuff you have to do. Exactly. <laughs> like there has been, there's yeah. been evenings this week where it's like, I know, I know I only have like anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes, depending on like, you know, how dinner goes. So it's like, yeah, can I even bother sitting down with Elden Ring or should I just go play Horizon, which will let me pause whenever I want. So what you have to do is be super responsible and just be like, no matter what happens, I'm here for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, just lock my bedroom door and don't even listen to anyone. I yeah, I mean, I was playing it before the show and it was like, I got to stop because if I get in a fight with this guy, it could take a while and I got to <laughs> yeah. I can't even do it. So I was just like harvesting blood vials for a while and then stops. But yeah, yeah. Well, can you you could like you could climb halfway up a ladder and then just go to the bathroom. That's a safe I've, place. To I've be. done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro tips. I did have well, a I guess, facing me and I took an elevator far down. And then I was yeah. like, all right, cool. I'm safe. They're not going to follow me off this cliff. And then he proceeded to just fall off the cliff to his death. So I got a few more runes. Nice. But he was yep. trying. He was Those still after good. you. He was, yeah, he was yeah. dedicated. I guess last question. With the way the world's designed, are there still areas where you're just kind of descending and descending and descending into oh, the depths of the earth kind of dude. stuff? Dude. From what I've heard, that is... There's I will say cool that moment. the map that you see in the game is not the full map in the game. There is a yeah. lot of subterranean shit. What going I keep on. hearing is yeah. like this map big, like it's this map huge. big. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's some of my favorite stuff <laughs> is when you find like, Oh, what's this? And then you're just like, Oh no, no this keeps going. <laughs> oh, there's a whole yeah. thing under here. There's another town or whatever. So yeah. yeah okay. I, I, from what I understand, it's like that, but an extreme version of that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Sounds grand. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some news. Some small things happened, like uh, Epic bought Bandcamp. I did hear that to like yesterday. I was kind of just like instinctually bummed out, and I don't know why. I'm just I get, worried I get it. it'll be ruined. I feel like yeah, that's kind know. of the the, the knee gut reaction to any kind of purchase. It's like, oh, they acquired, like a big company acquired it? Well, they're going to ruin it. I don't know why I think that. Same happened with Wordle and like the New York Times. I was like, uh-oh, it's doomed. Yeah, but yeah. now they're censoring logical? some words. Jeez. <gasps> Unplayable. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I ha- Personally, with like Epic, I haven't seen them do anything negative with their acquisitions. If anything, does this open maybe some doors for harmonics? Because they own harmonics now, right? Oh, sure. So just yeah. t- tie them together. It's suddenly way more songs for, for Rockman 4. Fuser. <laughs> or Fuser. Yeah, okay. I'll take more songs for both of those. But uh, I definitely took the more optimistic thing of, awesome, Bandcamp has money behind it now. That's cool. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. So those indie artists are going to be the next wave of millionaires. Well, what it's I kept hearing with Bandcamp is that it's like the best place for music artists revenue-wise. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's essentially just putting their own stuff up at whatever price that they set it at, right? So, um, yeah. So I mean, time will tell. Uh, hopefully, they do good by it. But I feel like Epic, you know, they haven't steered anyone wrong yet. Rocket League is, is seems like it's still doing fine. They put the Batman in it. I saw that. Great. There's two right. different Nathan Drakes in Fortnite. What? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Does one look like Tom Holland? Yes. Or yes. A, oh, good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So you can pick which one you want. Oh, um, did you? I'm assuming you both talked about that movie on a previous episode, so it'd be silly to ask about it. Go ahead. Okay. Because <laughs> you both kind of liked it, right? Like yes, I, yeah. I was hearing it was kind of yeah okay from you guys yeah it's fun okay yeah is antonio banderas great in it if i'm a big fan of his no smile no honestly he i don't think he does that much in it great seems like a real (laughs) real big term chewing the villainy and just not at all he's pretty just generic all right um yeah my weird criteria may not be met but whatever Okay. Are you looking for like like a Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik performance? Sure, yeah. Nothing like show like stopping. Okay, <laughs> doing a Definitely dance number in the Just middle. Just a crazy of it. dance partway through the movie. Yeah, no, right. nothing like that. He's pretty forgettable. Honestly, I kind of had forgotten about him until you brought him up. Yeah, <laughs> much like okay. Amazon's Luna. Yeah. yeah. What is that? I don't uh, know what that their, is. <laughs> that's their uh, streaming service. You know, you're not up to date with Amazon's Luna's st- game streaming platform. No. <laughs> okay they they had a game streaming platform huh yep uh it's officially launched this last week if anyone's interested they have channels that you can subscribe to specific channels of uh content like ubisoft has a channel there's cool. a jackbox channel uh what else do they got they got like a retro channel they're all around what? like three to ten bucks and then ubisoft's channel is like 19 when they're saying yeah. retro, how retro is is retro nowadays? I'm trying. I'm trying to find the picture that I had seen before. It's like 1982, or is it like no, like 2010? Uh, so subscribers can relive fan favorites: the Street Fighter II Hyper Fighting, Metal Slug Three, and Castlevania Anniversary Collection, and more. Okay, okay. Just wanted to get an era in mind. So what they're saying. Um, so it's like the Stadia or Stadia. Yeah, it's basically like Stadia, <laughs> but instead of like one kind of thing, you instead you're subscribing to monthly channels of like curated games. Whether it's here's a bunch of Ubisoft games, here's a bunch of Jackbox games. They're also going to be tying this to Prime members. So I guess if you have Prime, you can get access to the Prime channel, which, for example, available now for March. Gets you DM Devil May Cry 5, Fogs, whatever Flashback is, and Observer System Redux. Oh, Flashback, like that side-scrolling. Yeah. Like, is it a remake of it? Or? Okay. okay. It's, I think it's the remake that they did. Oh, my God. When was that? A few years 11 ago? 11 years ago or something? Was it 11? Wow. Or I feel like I was at an E3 and it was there. So it was either 9 or 10 years ago. <laughs> like approximately flashback 20 years after the game's original launch this isn't that's yeah it was 2013 2013 okay that was there you go yeah wow something from my era of (laughs) game coverage but okay um anyway so that's the thing honestly the fact that it's part of prime means like i might actually check it out but other than that no i'm good sure okay uh, and last, probably the biggest, was there was a big Pokemon event on the weekend, and they announced the next Pokemon game, um, which is going to follow the Pokemon Legends framework of being an open-world Pokemon game, and it's out this fall, and I don't understand why they're putting out so many Pokemon games so quickly now. Yeah. Yeah. We had the we had Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond back in November. 
We had Pokemon Legends in January, and now the next full entry is this fall, or is late 2022. I, I just want them to take, like, a year off, please. Like, they used to take, like, a year or two off in between Pokemon releases. Now there's three in one year. Are they, like, diff- different mentalities, or you said it's basically the same as the last one? It's open world, finding in the critters right so so uh, so shining pearl and diamond and brilliant diamond were remakes of diamond and pearl and followed the original core formula pokemon legends was brand new and and really cool open world you know breath of the wild like you're actually doing the thing we've always wanted and then this is going to be like a follow-up to legends with all that but okay but i'd have to assume a bit more of the core formula, like I'm assuming gym battles would be back. They, we don't actually have many details about it, but it's yeah, it is going to be open world. It's called Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Seems to be okay. uh, like a Spain Spanish region. Um, did you guys see those new starters? Yes, I did. So, so who who are you picking? Well. I mean, I always pick the fire starter and I like this fire starter quite a bit anyway, so probably that, but I think the other two are pretty good too. I think they're all pretty good. Nathan, have you seen these? Yeah. I'm opening your tweet right now. Does it have them in there? Cuz no, I have not it seen It has them. as a video in there. Let me let me find you a picture. Okay. Is Violet the opposite of Scarlet? Like, that's what's tripping me right now. I feel like it should no, be. No, it wouldn't be because a vi- violet is a more made contrasting up. color. Purple yeah, I feel like the opposite would have been a blue color, but you don't want to do like a red and blue, right? That is a. Okay, did that work? That's well, it's just like a. Thing. Hey, remember red and blue? All right, so I'll give you the name of each of them now that I've sent you that. Oh, link. on the visible light spectrum. Gotcha. Okay. Um, oh, okay. The grass cat is Sprigatito. Man. The fire little dino guy is Foycoco. Yeah, and Foy-Coco. the water duck Foy-Coco. is Quaxley. Okay, <laughs> like as soon as I saw him, I was I was <laughs> like, "What a funny looking little guy!" I gotta go with Quaxley or whatever. <laughs> he just looks really funny to me. Yeah, we would hang out in the poker world. <laughs> I think they all look pretty good. I don't know which I'd pick. Is yeah. I got. I mean, I gotta see what the third evolution is. So sure. that's what I'm going to be hanging out with the most. But like they all seem pretty cool. And they, I think they got good names. So I don't know, like, I guess I'll play it, but like I I need a break, man. Slow down. This is crazy. Why would they put out this many Pokemon games this fast? But anyways, that's Gen 9, which I think means we uh, there'll soon be over a thousand Pokemon. Yeah. You think you could name half of them? No. <laughs> I don't think Definitely I could not. name 10% of them. You don't think you could name 100? Like not even the first original 151? No. Nathan, no, you gotta be able I to def- do that, right? I definitely wouldn't be able well, to name I'd have to listen to that Weird Al song like 10 times and then maybe <laughs> I could recite it back. I bet, yeah. I bet I could name 500. I bet I, could name, I couldn't do that much more than that, though. But I bet I could get 500. I'm not gonna do that, but trust me all right that's the news let's do some questions people want to send questions in it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter there's the discord channel and there's john's p.o box
I will read this first one from Matthew. Okay. Okay. Hey, all a friend of mine recently recommended the new ease games to me, and I was concerned about whether I'd need to have played any previous games in the series to enjoy it. I eventually made what I called a continuity lockout scale so they could effectively span how the continuity worked. I thought I'd share it with you guys to get your thoughts and suggestions about it. All right. Scale of one to five. So one is Final Fantasy. There's no continuity and you don't need to play any previous games. Right. Two, Drakengard. Previous games just set up the lore of the next one and playing them just lets you better understand it. Three, Witcher. There are recurring characters and previous events are brought up, but they have no impact on the current game. Four, Resident Evil. Each entry is independent, but you need to play previous games to properly understand who the characters are and why they're doing what they're doing. And five, Kingdom Hearts. Every game is so interconnected that you need to play each previous game to understand the plot of the next one. By the way, they said Ease was a three. I think personally I'd I'd put Metal Gear as the Kingdom Hearts, but yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Just because the way those stories are told, it's true. It'll just leave you baffled on the couch watching these events play out. But they sort of demanded at some point you play spinoff games and like remixes and whatnot to really know what's really, really, really going on. And I don't know. Is that fair to ask of your audience? But yeah. Yeah. I think most games should probably strive for a three. (laughs) Get people get like give a little bit to the people that have been there, but also let people access it. I think that's probably the best way to do it if you can. I guess that like I was thinking of like the Uncharted games or something. It's like sure you're on an adventure. There's adventurers and whatever, but we're there's a new MacGuffin and it doesn't really matter. You can jump in. Yeah, I say Uncharted hits but, like a three. I'm trying to like the the Dark Pictures anthology games. Oh, sure. There, So there's no continuity between them, but there are like Easter like eggs references. for e- there, yeah. there are Easter eggs, yeah. And there is kind of like an overarching narrative outside of like a meta narrative. I don't know what the, how that would affect the stuff as well, though. But they don't reference mm. each other. I don't know. That's. I guess I would kind of be like Final Fantasy because that's kind of Easter eggy as well. Or I'm thinking of like the near games where like I feel Automata is a bit richer if you played the other one, but it's yeah, just but a you bit don't richer. need to. You don't need to. You just like smile more when you see Emil's house or something. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's theoretical. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, all right. All right. Interesting scale. I, the framing of what this was helps a lot. I was just reading like the descriptions of the different games, and I was like, what? What? What is this? <laughs> Is this a review? But okay, I see what we're doing. Kevin writes in, what advice do you have for someone who's addicted to video games and is trying to fix their life? Man, this is not a question to ask me on Elden Ring Ring week. (laughs) Or to ask a video game podcast. Just like, so you guys are obsessed too. How are you going to get out of this loop? Well, if you get a tooth pulled, usually you can get a day off work to just play games. So that's worked for me (laughs) recently. Sure, and I had an allergic reaction and was in the hospital for a week and didn't play games there at all. So, like, maybe you just need a break, you know? Oh, true. Like, like, physical break to your body, some kind of... Like, forces you to go cold that you can't, and you won't need it. That's, yeah. that's actually, like, one of the things that made me quit smoking was 
I was also like really, really sick and I just kind of couldn't. Once you get over that kind of initial break, yeah, it's easier. So, so do like you, play to the point of exhaustion. Like, can you go on a vacation and not bring your switch or something? Well, that's a question. So do you think it sounds like the advice you guys are all giving is you have to cut it, quit it like cold turkey, like nothing. You, you can't wean yourself off of it. I mean, you could. Wean oh, yourself I don't know. Off of it, but yeah. Or would you just like regardless of the genre go as hardcore time wise? Like maybe you can't. Right. Like I'm going to I'll only play like puzzle games to kind of get back to normal. But then you become an obsessive Wario's Woods fan or something. Well, but is that going to be like a, too much where you're just like, you know, you're you're figuring all the numbers in the cross and you're like, oh, but man, but what if like each one of these was actually like a dude I got to shoot and then you're playing a battle royale? I don't know. I'm trying to t- like trying to take it seriously. Maybe just like fill your life up with other things. If I feel you can. Like, I feel like cutting it cold turkey would be the easiest way to do it. Or don't don't some consoles have like timers for kids? Maybe treat yourself like a bit of a like a kid and set a timer, and then it's like, well, guess what? My console locks out after I play, you know, forty five minutes of video games, and then I have to go to something else. Yeah, I am kind of wondering how serious this question is, and if it like the actual answer is maybe you should like talk to somebody and find why you feel like you need to play video games instead of doing other stuff. Oh, like, sure. is there like is there what an are underlying you thing from or something? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like I don't know how I serious really don't want to email is. my dad, so I'm just going to play Bloodborne all day. Another yeah. maybe maybe like an easier way would be try to find like a game adjacent activity and kind of slowly transition. So maybe instead of playing video games, sure. you're going to like build a puzzle with a friend mm. or you're going to go mm. outside and play some basketball. You know, that's a game you can get competitive with sure. that. Maybe you're going to, you know, and then you can trans- translate in that into something else and get addicted to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Can like uh fantasy sports. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, sumo's coming up, man. It's coming yeah, up. Yeah, I know. There's space. Um, show crazy. Is there like a way that you can find a game that you can play with a friend and only be like, okay, we only play this together when he comes over and then we can like go to do a movie or whatever. Like find a way to kind of wean off by socializing. Oh, sure. Like, just kind of, well, I need my Dungeons & Dragons group in order to play. So yeah, I exactly. can't right now kind of thing. Yeah. So, Thursdays, that's when the co-op gaming happens. Maybe. Although, I don't know if there's a co-op experience. Like, people seem excited about It Takes Two. Is that a short game, though? I don't think so. Like, short in which way? I think it's longer than, like, three hours, if that's what you okay. mean. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like it'll only do for one gaming Thursday is kind of what I meant. But okay. Yeah. Oh, so I should read the next one for if you wouldn't mind. Troy. Yeah. Okay. This one, man, uh, hopefully have some good answers. I've recently been on a binge of videos about Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield and learning about Canada's space history. Is there any piece of Canadian history you're really interested in or proud of that you feel the rest of the world, especially Americans, because our education system is terrible at teaching other countries histories? don't know there's definitely canadian history i'm really not proud of and i'm glad that the rest of the world doesn't know like so although yeah a lot of those stones have been turned in the last year so yeah it's kind of recently be aware of them i guess uh yeah the residential school system is uh dark up, but uh, yeah, on the positive end of the scale didn't, uh, didn't a canadian didn't canadian like invent the canoe 
I believe you, but yeah, I don't probably. know. <laughs> I think that could have happened. <laughs> I think my mom once told me, like, she was like, oh, hey, Canada, like, decided what they're like, eight eight wonders of Canada are, and the canoe's one of them, because we invented it. Interesting. Okay, you know what? I'm glad we had this little, like, there was this list or whatever, because it reminded me, I am very proud of Canadian filmmaker and body horror specialist David Cronenberg and sure. his work. So if you want to see, like, weirdo cinema that's kind of you know, Dark Souls monster design adjacent. Uh, those are pretty good. It's like yeah, Videodrome, I'll say. Existence. They're disgusting, yeah. I was, yeah. I was pretty proud that, like, Reboot got super big in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, when Kinda I talk... taking Tron to the next level. Yeah, when I talk to people about series. Reboot down here, they're like, I don't know what that is. But in Canada, like, people went wild for Reboot. A similar vein, the raccoons... You know, oh, yeah. God, I sneer. hate. I haven't thought I about the, the raccoons in forever. Got yeah. that cereal sneer shirt. I'm not wearing it, but <laughs> you know, I do have it. Uh, I guess just on a somewhat like James Naismith made basketball. He did it in America, though. So who gets credit for that? I don't know, but I enjoy watching it. Like I hope that's a Canadian sport in people's minds. But if not, basketball. I don't know. Yeah. Who's looking at basketball as a Canadian sport? Uh, James Naismith enthusiasts? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. He's no Canadian. One, no one down here is Raptors looking, fans. No one yeah. down here thinks that. I can tell you that. Uh, it's just hockey. Oh, yeah. I so guess like, that's like I don't know. Wayne Gretzky, the best ones in, from Canada. Oh, yeah. I guess there's still players of note. Like that guy, Sidney, the Crosby. Ugh. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there someone you do enjoy, Paul, that's from Canada? Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of people. I was thinking, I know we're not the first to do it, but like we legalized same-sex marriage pretty early, uh, mm-hmm. decriminalized marijuana and make it legal soon thereafter. Like a lot of things like that I'm pretty stoked about that we've done here. Mm-hmm. It is weird watching old media a bit like in the new mindset of just like no it's legal why would it be a problem but it's like oh yeah that's why this character is in jail in this show because of yeah weed yeah yeah uh next question from suku suku there are a lot of video games like a lot a lot so mm-hmm. some would say too many let's yep. say no more video games get made ever <gasps> would you be content with what exists today do you think you'd be able to get through your backlog now would you be especially sad about the future of video games being denied? Yes, no, and maybe. Okay, wait. <laughs> uh, I, would I be content? Yes, you said. Like oh you've yeah, got enough. There, okay. I have so much I could still play. I, feel I like mean, that- as someone playing a seven-year-old game now, I guess I could theoretically be okay. Um, but I don't know. I think I'd still prefer there be an active development scene, obviously, because then ideas could be improved or iterated on or new things discovered. I mean, but there's tons of stuff I haven't played. So, yeah, the Mm -hmm. only way I'll be able to get through my backlog is if games stop. Like, I I, I do fully believe I will never finish my backlog. It will never happen. Um, I think even if games stopped, I wouldn't finish my backlog. There's so many. I think I would if games stopped. The hard thing is, though, is there's there's a, there's already so many games that I'll just keep adding yeah. to that list. Like, yeah, so I don't I don't know. 
I do I do want there to be future video games. Like, there's no way I would ever say no to that. I think I find myself like kind of nostalgically going back uh, often, so I might actually be content with the pool of stuff because it's just like, well, you just play Dead Rising two again, but better. Like, I'll be better than ever at it. Which sure. I yeah, last year was like the big revisit on all of those. Um, can I ask like you know, hey, games stop, but like remasters don't, so then they keep subtly improving <laughs> janky games. <laughs> so oh, they're so just then, like they're gonna fix everything. Little bit, yeah. Quality of life still happens. Like so patches like, still happen. Yeah, they patch the games that exist. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, in that capacity, <laughs> my hope. couldn't any live service game just keep like going keep and going? So it's like I could yeah. just. But they have like, to repurpose the assets they have. They can't make new ones. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, <laughs> just explore the creative landscape you've made. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it would suck. For games to no longer be made, I don't think it would be life ruining in any way for me. I'd be kind of, I would, if I had a choice, I would want games to continue getting made. If they just stop because, like, I don't know, this way human advancement happens or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I guess that might help Kevin's problem too. If there's just no games anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the solution we didn't think of. That's true. Yeah, just stop. How many, how many games would you stop to save a life? Kind of. <laughs> there you go. Phantom Driver writes with all the unique marketing for the Batman, it made me think. What's the best marketing each of you have seen for a game following follow up? What is the worst? And Sony had the worst is was it Dead Island 2 that had like the headless torso zombie bikini that, girl? Yeah. Yep. That oh, was Riptide dead. or whatever. It yeah. was Riptide. Dead yep. Island Riptide. Yeah, I think that's the worst one I can think of. That is pretty bad. I guess that, that is pretty bad because it's like a special edition or whatever. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. Like for me, the best that I thought of was like I kind of like that holographic Halo Three cup. It's pretty good. <laughs> they were on <laughs> snacks and stuff. Like you walk into a Seven Eleven or whatever, and you feel like ah, gaming has entered the zeitgeist or something. Like this is mainstream, right? And you also so. bought the like collector's edition of Catherine, so you have like the boxer shorts and like the body. Oh panel, yeah, right? it's, yeah. Oh, it's behind some stuff. It's shaped like a pizza box. It's clever. It's like the theme of the game. <laughs> so yeah. So I'd say those are good things, even though that sounds eerily similar to the Riptide thing, but it's tasteful. Okay, the Catherine yeah. thing was. Why totally do I feel different. like there was a Sony ad where with I think it was for the white PSP and there was like a white woman holding a black woman by the head yep. and saying like white is right or something like terrible. That was in the it. UK. That was like yeah. Sony Europe and they did not like consider the implications oh, anywhere shit. else. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That right. was fucked now, up. If we're talking about crazy stuff like that, there's like the old one where like the the it's like a naked dude and his like dick is a thumb. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, now I'm just saying of like, yeah, old magazine oh. ads and stuff would get weirdly like, what are you doing? It's there's one children. there's one yeah. with like a girl tied up to a bed looking scared as fuck. And a guy's just like playing a Game Boy or something. Yeah. No. Why. Yeah. That was a magazine ad. OK, but that that brought me back to like that era. My fa- best marketing ever. Paper Mario one that ad with like the shredder. And like Princess Peach is over a shredder. It's like, ah, and then Bowser's there and everything. That was great. Just leaning into the paper thing more than the game did, which was maybe disappointing. 
but yeah. yeah oh yeah dead saying another one a psp uk ad in the subway where people um were known for jumping to kill themselves in front of the train saying take a leap or something like that like oh no it's like their slogan dude what the fuck yeah. were they on in that era <laughs> that's so bad I guess for positive Sony, maybe remember that creepy floating baby ad for yep. the PS3. Yeah, I like yep. the weird ones. Yeah, the like train spotting baby doll, like turning its head and this, starts laughing. This is yeah. only like ten. Oh, I better get one related. Of those. Um, there was like a tweet I came across last week, and I'll just read it for you. <clears throat> Sorry. It seems Konami allowed their donate domain for SilentHill.com to expire. Okay. Now it takes you to Masahiro Ito's tweet about wishing he had not designed Pyramid Head. And this oh, is real. Okay. If you go to okay. if you go to silenthill.com, it's a tweet from him saying, "I wish I hadn't designed fucking Pyramid Head." <laughs> Which Very is pretty funny. marketing. Um, oh, I well, does it count as marketing anymore, PT? <laughs> Cuz it never happened. It was well, like the beginning yeah, of an amazing I campaign. I mean, it happened. It's then, just you can't access it. I think it counts. I got sure. another one I don't like is your mom hates dead space or whatever. I didn't like those that marketing oh, campaign. I don't remember that one. Was that for, that was for two, right? Yeah, like, it was, it was for like, two. oh, this is so gnarly and violent. Like moms like, can't we handle it. We showed it to your mom and this is what she said. It's like, it's garbage or like, it's just a bunch of like, you know, cliched mothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 11 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot of worse. Can we there's a lot of bad. I, I kind of, I kind of like the VR things they've been trying. Like I didn't get to see the Matrix one, but I was curious about it. Oh, I think sure. It had one. I remember. I remember uh, Ghost in the Shell had one that I was like, that was kind of neat. It was, you know, a first-person experience. Sure. Yeah. Whoa, what is this? Hmm. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got got a message. Um, oh, it's my turn to read. That's yes. why. Sorry. Okay. The Phantom Aegis says, mm-hmm. Ahoy, TDP crew. On March 3rd, the Nintendo Switch is going to be five years old. Hey, oh, uh, He yells that emphatically. Uh, Since the console is still going, I've prepared a small game, five questions of a variety of Nintendo Switch information. All right. Okay. okay. Paul, how do you want to handle this? Well, let me get the on my phone. I'm getting up the discord where they like spoiler tagged the answers just so I can actually get them when we answer. Okay. Okay. So am I the quiz master then or you can answer? We can all mind reading the questions. Oh, right. I guess we all don't know. (laughs) So, okay. As of December 31st, 2021, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best selling switch game of all time. How many units is (laughs) sold? Is it at currently, I guess. I'm going to guess 16 million. Open the bidding. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I was going to say eight. Yeah, eight was in my mind, too. (laughs) Okay. But now that you said 16. (laughs) There's like 100 million switches out there, and I have a copy, so I just kind of... But I don't have a copy. Does Paul have a copy? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? No, not on Switch. Yeah, okay, I, so thirty three percent of Switch owners polled. I, I have it so on thirty three million. So what is that? Yeah, mean? I also, I also do. I also have it on Wii. <laughs> <laughs> those people. <laughs> I wanted to play something with other people, and it seems you know like yeah. one of those. But okay, all right. Paul, well, so answer. eight million is someone's guess. 
Yeah, I'm going to guess 8 million because that's the first number that popped up. Okay, I mean, we head. can double. It's not a big deal. What's the answer, Paul? Okay. The answer is, whoa, <laughs> 43.35 million units. <laughs> 43? I thought my 33 was insane. The joke I sort of said. Okay. That's too many. I shouldn't have bought it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The problem. I mean, and they're coming According out with DLC to- for it. Yeah. New DLC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just for you. According to well, f- and f- forty-three. They're they're about to double people. the number of tracks in that game. Wow. Okay. Uh, do I have to be like a like expansion pack subscriber? Yeah. That's one way you could do it, or you could just pay for the yeah, DLC. or you could buy them. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to Nintendo's website, how long can a play session on Breath of the Wild last? in a version 2 switch and oled handheld mode oh, fuck, oh i guess I before the battery dies <clears throat> yeah so by version 2 switch they did increase the battery life on the original switch at one point i don't even know okay. what the battery life was to begin with honestly like three to four hours for breath of the wild on like oh a i was gonna switch. guess i was gonna guess three hours it's probably higher than it's gotta be higher if it, yeah, I, I'll just double it, I guess. I'll, eight hours? I was going to say, say six. I was going to say five. Okay. okay. Answer is... 44. F- five and a half. 5.5 hours. <laughs> okay. Oh. That's <laughs> okay. the closest without going over, I guess. So eight, eight will be like the Switch Pro. Uh, what is the Metacritic score for Metroid Dread? A is 88. B, 90. C eighty four D eighty two. I'm guessing eighty four. I was gonna guess. Okay, well now I'm gonna pick a different one. I'll say eighty eight. Okay. Man, I also wanted to do eighty eight, but <laughs> okay. uh, I I will assume like critics since like it's too hard for them, so I'm gonna say they yeah eighty two eighty two. Okay, they, they were okay. having a tough time. Yeah. The answer is eighty eight. Okay, nice, nice. I got the assist from Paul. Yeah. Okay, in December 2016, which late night host had the opportunity to play the Nintendo Switch before it was released? Oh fuck! This was um, I don't know. Was it Fallon? Uh, uh, Fallon or Conan comes to my head. Oh shit! I guess you're Conan right. has the video game thing too. Yeah, shit. But I'm still sticking okay. with Fallon. Is it Kimmel, Fallon, or Conan? Because I could see all three of them now. I'm gonna go Conan. Okay, I'll go Fallon. Okay, I'll go Kimmel. Then maybe one of us will be right. <laughs> the answer was Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah, Ellen. <laughs> Sorry, wait, who was it? Late night show. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. As of the 27th of February, 2022, that's like days ago, how many games are in the Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pack service? Okay, so this has oh, to be oh N64 boy. games and Sega Genesis NES. games? Genesis, yeah. Oh, oh are wait, they counting and, Nintendo? Oh, no, they, they must be in counting because of the numbers are in the hundreds here. They must be counting like any game yeah. you can get access to. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like oh, I could, oh, I could, I could get like an educated guess if it was just the the bonuses, but yeah, they have four options here: one forty-eight, one sixty, one eighty, two hundred five. Like, did they cross the two hundred barrier? I don't think they did. I'm gonna go one eighty. I'm gonna go one forty-eight. I'll go one sixty. Okay, the answer is NES, SNES, N64, Sega Genesis, total are currently at 180 and going. Yay! Nice. 
right. All right. And this last I think that's the quiz, right? That's the quiz. Thank you. This last question from TC Golden. Is there a game where the next gen port is worse than the current gen port? Elden Ring. Example, (laughs) Tony Hawk Project 8 was garbage on Xbox 360 PS3 because everything was loaded in all at once. So it had lag issues where the Xbox PS2, each area was a separate loading screen, so it ran smoother. Oh, Mm. I mean, the classic is Silent Hill 2. Getting rid of the fog ruined that game completely and other weird shit on the PS3 release of it. Oh, yeah. So like remastering it kind of killed the whole mood, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of those like straddling. Like I played Gun on the 360 and I'm not sure if it was worse than the PS2. It's just kind of a middling game. Uh, But I'm sure there's, yeah, newer examples. Hmm. The only thing that came to mind to me was the uh, PlayStation version of Elden Ring that you guys brought up. I didn't hate those Metal Gear remasters. They seem pretty on point. I, I don't know if people had issue with those. Like, it's also Konami, so they could have screwed something up. But, uh... Mm. From a few things people have said online, it seems like the PS5 version of Horizon Forbidden West is not as steady of a frame rate as PS4, and I care more about frame rate than, like, looks. Okay. Interesting. But I mean, I haven't, I have I haven't no. watched the Digital Foundry breakdown of it. I also have not. I haven't noticed anything, but who knows? Yeah. All right. That's it then. Again, thanks for questions. If people would like to send in questions for next week, it's top down respective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? uh i'll start with the the scenting game i guess uh bloodborne that old that old thing still has kick i I don't know (laughs) it's still pretty good yeah i have a cool tri-corner hat and i like it i mean i wish i had played literally anything else so i could give a joke answer but i didn't (laughs) uh mine is also 3d oh okay there you go (laughs) Oh um, yeah. So Hidetaka Miyazaki is the MVP of of this week's episode. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, for TVP fans, the Uncharted episode is live, so go listen to that and stay tuned for our next episode, which will be about the Batman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nathan, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me again. I'm and- glad I played a video game extensively. <laughs> Any anything that you got going, you want to plug? Uh, sure. I mean, we got our okay video podcast still going on, uh, movie related stuff. Uh, Hey, you remember that movie knowing with Nicolas Cage where those angels came and (laughs) yeah, uh, that's our most recent episode. Next week is escape from LA, uh, which, uh, is pretty fun. Steve Buscemi is a map salesman in the future. And, uh, we talked about that. So yeah, <laughs> it's it, yeah movie movie themed uh we're talking about roger ebert movies that he liked that people didn't like hence knowing i guess oh okay. he gotcha. really went to bat for that yeah so okay video available on most platforms now we're finally on apple this was a challenge <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah weird. okay yeah yeah right on well with that uh we'll see everyone next week bye bye Now for the sumo after show.